Daniels to the end zone, has a receiver, touchdown West Virginia. Tony Mathis gets West Virginia on the board. Chase Harlow with 90 seconds to go. And welcome to episode 25 of the PRT Boys podcast. I'm your host, Quinn alongside. I'm Andrew. <laughs> and so, uh, I, that's so we, weird just, just being the, the second person to talk. I, I know, right? We'll have Griffin Cam back soon in like what, three weeks? Yeah, I miss them. Three weeks. <laughs> but, uh, anyways, so we're going to talk a little bit of Bob Huggins. Some stuff has come up in that story some more. Um, and then we're going to break down some West Virginia football. Uh, the start of the season is coming very, very close. Start of August camp is coming very close. So um, yes. we'll talk about that as well. But first, uh, like I said, Bob Huggins. Uh, I saga continues. I, so I want to start <laughs> this out. Poor Ren Baker. He took this job and it was an absolute dumpster fire. And then like six months into the job, not even six months into the job, it's even worse, and it's not his oh, fault. So no, it's he did absolutely nothing to to cause any of it, and honestly, I feel horrible for him. So I mean, I mean, like, yeah, good. It's common knowledge that um, Bob has put out a statement while he's in rehab um, that says he wants to be reinstated um, because he didn't resign. Um. Yeah. Yeah, that makes sense to me. Um. <laughs> I don't. I mean, so, like, I've I've heard that it was like something about his wife that like responded to the call or something like that, or his wife. So, uh, that's or or at least that's what he said. So his you know, wife. That's, yeah. His wife sent an email to somebody on WWE's legal team saying Bob resigned. And I think mm-hmm. by the employee agreement, it has to come from Bob. So technically, he didn't resign. Uh, but he's just right. doing this to get his money. He just wants his $4 million that he was supposed to get paid before he made all these issues and mistakes. And so he just wants his money. WVU will, if they do, they'll reinstate him and then fire him with cause. I mean, he's not getting right. his job back. There's no way he should get no. his job back. And in fact, they've already moved on. They've already hired somebody else. They already have new recruits who doesn't who don't know Bob. Um, the guys who were there for Bob have already left. Um, right. There's a, a whole new staff is made. I mean, you got Deshaun Butler, Jordan McCabe, uh, DeMar Johnson was rehired. So Bob just wants his money. Um, there's not much that we can really talk about it though, is because in the fact of it, not much is really gained except two sides of release statements. You know, one obviously saying, "Hey, I want to be reinstated." The other saying, "No, you resigned." So that's pretty much all there really is to it. Um, I mean, we can speculate all we want, but then that would just be bad journalism. Yeah, it would be bad journalism. Uh, I mean, <laughs> I don't know. I don't. I don't know how to feel about this whole Bob thing. I'm kind of annoyed at this point because um, I think he just wants his money back and it. It's not good. Um, No, I mean, like it looks bad on the university, which might I add, West Virginia is not the worst looking university at the current moment. I don't know if you've seen anything, but um, Northwestern, that's another dumpster fire. 
Uh, their oh, football yeah. coach was just fired for hazing allegations, and then they just fired their baseball coach for bullying. Oh my god! So you thought West Virginia was bad? I thought I... Uh, they're they're really bad. Um, so I heard about the hazing bit, but bullying from the baseball coach. Oh my god! I'm sorry. I sh- I probably shouldn't be laughing at that, but like. Oh jeez! Really? Do, do you know how the hazing allegation came about? It's no. kind of funny. So a former player went and dropped it to the student newspaper, and they released a massive article on it. Was it anonymous, or or did they like? No, they know who it is. It's some guy. It's some quarterback who'd been with the program for like four years or something, and then like the coach said something to him and I guess he wasn't getting the starting job. But so he uh, left and entered the transfer portal. And then like he entered the transfer portal back in like January. And then so many months later, he drops the bomb on these guys. Oh my God. So literally like a walking out the door, middle finger out the uh, door. Yeah. Essentially pretty much. Uh, that's, that's actually really kind of funny. <laughs> uh well, so yeah, Garrett sucks me, but it's not a, it's not about the one thing. Shout out Gary. <laughs> I miss Gary. I, um, I, I just got a snapshot from him, like maybe not even five minutes ago. Yeah. I'm, um, I'm, I'm going to respond. Don't worry. So we, um, so yeah, there's not much you can really talk about it except, uh, Bob Huggins wants his job back. He won't get his job back. Um, that's pretty much all you can really talk about. Until honestly, something, something comes out, really. Yeah, I mean, like I said earlier, it, it we could speculate all we want at this point, but you know, if we want to stick to the facts, you know, this is what we have. Yeah, and you know, what we have really isn't that much. So yeah, you know. Um, uh, but yesterday yeah. was Big Twelve Media Day. Well, it was day two of Big Twelve Media Day. Yes, and Neil Brown met with the. Uh, media yesterday for a short amount of time. It was about eight minutes. Um, so he started with an opening statement and said, um, I am upset about the media poll, and I definitely do not agree with that. The positive thing is that the media, as far as picking the Big 12, has not been very successful in recent years. So I think this this bodes us well. So hmm. um, West Virginia was voted last <clears throat> in the Big 12 preseason poll. Um, right. I'm not sure... Let me. I'm gonna try to find it. So they were voted last in the Big Twelve media poll, mm-hmm. and um, as to no surprise, um, after yeah. a really really rough year that West Virginia had. Um, well, I mean, a, a few weeks ago, I was looking over like um, just like reviews of the Big Twelve and whatnot, and a lot of people weren't putting West Virginia like at the very bottom, but they were putting them in the middle just because they literally have no idea how they're going to do. It's it's going to yeah. be such a coin flip of a game uh, or a, a coin flip of a season to where it, like, if, like, in all honesty, we could, like, we could screw it up, like, in the first three weeks, and then that would be the story of, of the season. But if we start off on a good note, you know, we could, we could you know, be in uh, – Bowl contention, you know, six and six, you know, seven, uh, seven exactly. and five. Um, so Texas was ranked number one uh, with 41 first place votes. 
Kansas State, number two, Oklahoma, three, then Texas Tech, TCU, Baylor, Oklahoma State, then the newcomer, UCF, Kansas, Iowa State, BYU, another newcomer, Houston, another newcomer, Cincinnati as well, and then West Virginia. Uh, Yeah, so, but we saw last year what happened with Kansas. We saw last year mm-hmm. Kansas State. Baylor was picked number one. They were yep. almost last. Oklahoma was picked like three. They finished nearly last. Mm-hmm. Um, honestly, Tech I didn't do all that great. Texas Tech, uh, they beat the crap out of us. So, um, well, I mean, well, that's not saying much, is it? Let's see, twenty. No, it's not really saying much. You're right. <laughs> um. So. So last season it. No, Texas Tech finished. Texas Tech finished fourth. Um, so Iowa oh, State gosh. finished last. They were one and eight in the conference. West Virginia finished second to last. Oklahoma and West Virginia were tied, uh, mm-hmm. along with Kansas. Um, so these polls are never right in any conference. So right. I think. Uh. Yeah. Excuse me. Um, I think that the I I think the media just is going off of the fact that Neil Brown has not really um done very good in his tenure at West Virginia. Um, although after hearing him yesterday, I think I'm super. I think this is most confident I've been in Neil Brown for a long time. Um, well, I mean, we've like said this for a long time. We said this for a long time. This is the first year that he's had all of his guys. Like this yeah, is so his this team is now. this is one of the first years I think, if not last year, this is one of the first years where he has a full roster that is mm-hmm. his guys, not just Dana's guys. Um, and in fact, he's going to control his own destiny. He also made the announcement yesterday that he is going to be calling the offensive plays himself. So he's controlling Ooh. his own destiny. Um, he's been calling the plays himself until last season. Um with the offensive coordinator that we had in Graham Harrell, you know, he, he was going to let him go. But I think with Chad Scott being a first year offensive coordinator, Chad's not ready to do that yet. So I think letting Neil call his shots is smart. Neil knows both these quarterbacks recruited both these quarterbacks. Mm-hmm. Um, I and think they both have talent. They both have extreme talent. And, and what's funny is in the spring, I got to ask Neil a couple of questions. And one of them that I asked him was, who does it look like right now at the quarterback position? He told me this. He said, well, no matter who I start, whether it's Garrett or Nico, both these guys can win us games. They've proven that. And he stands by that. He said that yesterday. Mm-hmm. So he still is standing by that. So I come August camp, they'll battle it out. And he says, may the best man win. Um, But I think it's going to be um a two-quarterback system. I really feel like. I feel like you could throw mm-hmm. Garrett in there, let him run some RPO stuff. Put Nico in there, let him air the ball down the field. But who knows what Neil's going to do? Um, this could be Neil's last season. Um, we don't know what's going to happen. Um, I will say right. this: the offensive line has over a hundred starts. So when you have an offensive line that has over a hundred starts, that's really, mm-hmm. really hard to have a losing season. Um, right. And also, WVU has not had back-to-back losing seasons in like sixty years. So, really, um, yeah. So, West Virginia okay. is going to look to 
avenge themselves from last season, finishing one game short of bowl eligibility. Um, mm-hmm. Right? Yeah, five and seven, finishing one game shy of bowl eligibility. Um, you all the but but you have one of the hardest schedules in the country. You open up with Penn State, then you come oh, back yeah. home to play Duquesne, then you're back home again to play Pitt, um, and then Big Twelve play starts. So mm-hmm. it's not the easiest schedule in the world, um, most certainly. Um, but if you're Neil Brown and you got these guys ready to play, you go in and maybe lose by a touchdown to Penn State. I'd be confident riding into Duquesne. You beat the crap out of Duquesne. I'd feel absolutely confident riding at home against a team that you almost beat last year that was mm-hmm. right there at your fingertips that it was a coaching error. Um, he didn't go for right. it. Um, and so I think these players are confident. I think these players have are ready. Um, I think this is one of the most talented teams Neil's had. Um, obviously, this is one of he's getting – I mean, his recruiting is just insane. So mm-hmm. we'll see what happens. The quarterback um, is a big – big question mark right now um one because nico's not made a start yet um and garrett's only made like three starts so it's a big question mark um but they are obviously confident because they didn't even go out and try to get a quarterback in the transfer portal like they did yeah last summer where they got jt daniels um so we'll see what happens um football season is very very close and it is approaching very quick um september 2nd September second, Penn. Yeah, actually, I might, I might be going to that game. My, yeah, I'll be uh, watching my, it at home. Yeah, my roommate. Shout out, uh, uh, Sean. Uh, we, uh, his neighbor uh, has. Uh, I, I think she goes to to Penn State, and uh, she offered to, uh, uh, you know, get student tickets. And um, he was like, "Yo, do you want to go?" I'm like, "I mean, I mean, if 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 you're offering me tickets, like, I'll go." But um. It's most yeah, definitely going to be a whiteout. It's going to be a whiteout. Well, out 100%. it's not a whiteout. So it's it's a stripe. This it's a it's a helmet stripe. Oh. So the middle section is a blue stripe, and then the rest. Okay, is so it's going to be so it is primarily a whiteout. It's going to be an eighty percent whiteout. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> okay, um, so maybe not as terrifying as you know as I thought, but still extremely scary um but you know it's sh- it should be fun uh yeah you know but no, it, do you I just think... want to do you just want to go through the uh the the schedule and That's just exactly what see. i was getting ready to do you know what we great minds think alike <laughs> yeah um uh, so they open up at penn state uh penn state's obviously gonna be a team to watch for this season um, oh yeah I mean, I've they, been saying they, this from the start. It's going to be a loss. Uh, not, I, I don't know, man. Uh, you got, you just got to come out because, uh, if Garrett Green is the is officially named the starting quarterback, C.J. Donaldson is in at running back. You can run all over this team. You can run all over Penn State, and I think WVU could win. Now the chances okay. are very unlikely. Um. But I think it it's rather possible. Um, okay, I guess it, I guess it's fair. So, but, um, yeah, you lose that game, not the end of the world. You come back, no. you're gonna play on September 9th at six p.m. Another night game. Wow, we have a lot of night home games. Oh man, Ooh, I mean, we got good. two to open up the season. So at six p.m. on September 9th, Duquesne 
comes to West Virginia. Uh, West Virginia. No, don't we play at Duquesne? No, we play at home. Oh, okay. Yeah, I was, we, I, no, Duquesne would I, have I, to I, pay I, us millions of bucks to go play at Duquesne. I don't even. Yeah, no, that's a buy game. So a buy game, the big schools never travel to the small schools unless it's like a home to home contract, which it never really is. Well, okay, I, makes sense. except well, I guess Marshall went to Louisville. Marshall went to Virginia Tech. Either way, uh, so yeah, and Louisville came back. I don't know. It it doesn't matter. But Duquesne, so Duquesne comes to West Virginia. They'll play. I expect West Virginia to win by at least two touchdowns there. Well, then you we have talked about this. Er- well, hold on, hold on. We talked about this earlier a few days ago. There is no complete guarantees with West Virginia. Okay, so, if Neil Brown loses to Duquesne, even if he wins the Penn State game, he's done. Um, I, I I said I said this earlier, but if he loses against Duquesne, he's going to get fired in the locker room. I don't know about in the locker room. Uh, probably you, okay, on the you, fifty yard. You line. get the point. No, okay, on okay, the fifty yard fair. line. That's fair. <laughs> um, but no, so they'll be Duquesne. For, for they'll definitely be Duquesne. Um, and then you got then you play Pitt. 7.30, September 16th on ABC. Um, I think they'll beat Pitt. Um, I just think it is too hard for an opposing team to win at West Virginia. Um, and for one, Neil said this yesterday. He said two reasons. One, the stadium is hard to get to. It is in the middle of right. nowhere. Morgantown, you're literally driving down the interstate no matter which way you're coming. So say you're coming mm-hmm. from Pitt. You're driving down the interstate, driving down I-79. You're coming down, and it is just, you're in the middle of nowhere. You drive right. to Pennsylvania. And then you show up, and you see this big old coliseum up on the mountain. <laughs> and you're in this college town. It's literally in the middle of nowhere. Right. Uh, the football stadium is nestled into a hospital parking lot. Actually, the hospital is built on the stadium grounds. The stadium was there first, I think. I don't know. But either way, yeah, I think you're right. you got it nestled in in a hospital parking lot. Is the massive place to be on Ooh. Saturdays in the fall in West Virginia. That is the mm-hmm. place to be, is a hospital parking lot. Um, and you got to come, you got to play them at 7.30 on a night game, which these fans have not really had a true Saturday night game. In a long time. Oh, yeah. And you have to come and, and play and, them. And the first is going to be against your biggest rival. And like, I don't know the last time ABC was in Morgantown. Right. Let me look. And the last time... I think I think it was against Pitt as well. No, that was on ESPN because that was a Thursday game. Ah, gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Hmm. Hang on, let me look as well. It doesn't, I don't think I can. Oh, it was WVU Texas, I think was the last time. Oh, okay. Um, but still, um, this is the first time in a pretty long time that WVU has been on ABC. These fans deserve a night game and deserve the backyard brawl back in Morgantown, and they got it. So you're going to play that. Um. And honestly, I'm going to feel bad for Texas Tech because they have to come in the next week and play West Virginia at home, who mm-hmm. honestly say that West Virginia gets off to a 3-0 and start here. We could have two ranked two. teams. Oh, my. 
You could have two would be... teams in Texas Tech and West Virginia facing off with each other. Mm-hmm. Um, or worst case, you could have a two and one team facing off against an undefeated Texas Tech that could be Texas Tech. Depending right. on how this offense looks. This defense, I'm not worried about at all. This defense looks stellar. It looks like they're going to be able to tackle. I don't know if you saw the picture of Lee Koba standing next to Neil Brown when they were getting on the plane to go to media day. But that man has not left the weight room. I think he's slept in there. He's eaten in there. That man is massive. So Lee Koba is going to be big on the defense. Um, And I, mm-hmm. think, I think the defense, you added a couple transfers as well. The defensive line, yeah, you'd lose Dante Stills and... And those guys, but I think you're going to be fine. So you play Texas Tech, who I think you can also beat Texas Tech. Mm-hmm. Um, but then the next week you got to go play at TCU, which you could probably beat TCU because they don't have Max Duggan. Um, anyway. But it, it, it's also at TCU. It, but it, which exactly, makes it it's a lot harder. Um, yeah. But but let me tell you, then you got a bye week, and this is what I'm excited mm. for. You got a bye week. And right. then you come off that bye week, you go and play a Thursday night game against former WVU head coach Dana Holgerson at Houston. I, mm-hmm. If Houston wasn't so far away, I would fly to Houston as well. I'd go to that game because oh, really? that one is just, I mean, these fans do not like Dana Holgerson. I mean, it was, oh, it's, it's oh, a no. bad ending. The man never recruited in state. He like even, he, there, there's, Articles of him coming out saying West Virginia has no athletes. Yet, if now oh. you look at West Virginia's roster, Doug Nestor played at West Virginia or played in West Virginia, played at Spring Valley High School. You got Sean Martin played in Bluefield at Bluefield around the West Virginia area. You have mm-hmm. multiple people. You have multiple recruits that Neil Brown has gotten that are from West Virginia. So Neil is, in fact, kind of proving him wrong a little bit. If you look right. at Marshall's roster, look at how good Marshall's been. Most mm-hmm. of those guys are from West Virginia. I mean, Marshall's been the top team. I know this is a West Virginia well, podcast, but you can't diss on Marshall. Marshall's been a top group of five team for years. I mean, they beat oh, no doubt. last year. Went into Notre yeah. Dame. Which, I mean, I mean, in all in, in all honesty, going into Notre Dame and beating Notre Dame is a David versus Goliath story, no matter who you are. Exactly. I mean, even if you're West Virginia, it's David versus Goliath. So they beat you Notre Dame. Alabama. At home. Okay, maybe not Alabama, but you can. Well, play. yeah. I, so you got to think. So they don't like Dana Holgerson for that reason. They just the poor man is absolutely hated in the state. And he said yesterday in his media day that you know he knows Neil Brown. He's good friends with Neil Brown. They're going to shake hands, talk pregame. He's going to go on the sideline. He doesn't care who he's playing. He's not going to carry who's playing until he gets beat by three touchdowns by Garrett Green and Nico Marchio at West Virginia. <laughs> and West Virginia hops back on the plane to go home. So that's a big game. Um, and then West Virginia hosts Oklahoma State, which that will be another big game uh, for West Virginia, another team that will probably be ranked when they come to Morgantown. Um, and then the next game is a game that you and I will possibly be attending, most likely coming. We're probably yes. going to plan that after this, honestly. Um, West Virginia and UCF. It's UCF's yes. Um, It's probably a game that's going to be a rivalry for years to come in the Big 12 now. Um, mm-hmm. UCF has got one of the best college football coaches in Gus Malzahn, who was at Auburn mm-hmm. won, you know. Uh, UCF also won, I guess you could technically declare them as a national champion. You know, they went undefeated a couple years ago, all the way even through the bowl games. So, um, 
you could declare that. Um, and so that will be a massive game as well. Um, and then the next week, the Mormons come and experience the number one party town in the country. Number one college party town. The Mormons of BYU come to town. Um, I think that's another I mean, win for West Virginia. Um, because it's I mean, at- I wouldn't I mean okay, I, in all honesty, I would not count BYU out completely. No, I wouldn't either, you know, but it's 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 no it's no Towson or or or, or, it's, or not, it's definitely not a throw yeah, it's not a it's not a throwaway. It's game. not a buy game. It's not a buy game. But right. um BYU just hasn't been good in years. Um Oh no, I'm I'm not I'm not saying that. I'm or I'm I'm not saying no, they, I know. they they've been they've been like national championship uh like you know the uh contenders, but you know, Texas A and M was looking at Appy State, you know, saying oh, oh yeah roll them and then they, and then they got cream. Well you that's know, a buy game. You know, that's a buy game though. But honestly, I wouldn't count Sunbelt games as a buy game because you put Notre Dame and Marshall in the same picture there. Precisely, precisely. I, but, you know, you know so West Virginia plays BYU. That will be a game. I think West Virginia could win it by three touchdowns, and I think West Virginia could lose it by three touchdowns. Um, Absolutely. And then you got to play at Oklahoma next. It's probably your last time. <laughs> it is your last time playing Oklahoma. I would love for Garrett Green to beat Oklahoma again and say he's that undefeated would be, against be Oklahoma. Stellar. Um, I'm that not would, sure how good Oklahoma is going to be um, because everyone had that. Right possibly winning a national championship last year and then they absolutely sucked um well last year was a rebuild year for them i I think yeah you know they've been saying it's a rebuild year for west virginia for years and now look at us so you know well well no 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 no, i'm saying i'm saying for oklahoma i I know but i'm saying they've been saying it's a rebuild year for west virginia as well well for years and At least, at least um, Oklahoma has something they can brag about. Yeah. The, the only thing that we have is the Black Diamond Trophy. It was like, oh, no, yeah. we beat Virginia Tech, you know. And then the next game that I'm excited for, Cincinnati. It's an old Big, East, game. old Big East rival in Cincinnati. It's the Battle of Bob Huggins. That is uh, true. Isn't it coincidence <laughs> that, that both these schools fired Bob Huggins for <laughs> DUI? <really> <laughs> Both these schools have fired Bob Huggins for DUI. <laughs> um, so if Bob's in, <laughs> so Bob's in the blue lot for this one, hope he doesn't get in the car and drive. <laughs> I'm sorry, it's my way of coping. It's my way uh, of coping. You know? Oh god. <laughs> um, but anyways, um, so you have you got Cincinnati and West Virginia playing. I think West Virginia should win that one. Um, so that puts you at. Let's see, you got. A win against Duquesne, a win against Pitt. That's put you at two. Um, I'll go loss against Texas Tech because it's early in the season. Right. Um, I'll go loss TCU. against TCU. Yep. I mean, so that's for Houston. Three losses. Like loss as well. So it's well, I mean, three did, losses. Did you did you count uh, Penn State as well? I counted it as a loss. I didn't even bring that one up. Uh, 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 okay. okay that's so right, three right. losses, three. Yep. Two wins so far. Okay, yeah. so you're two and three heading into the Houston game. Mm-hmm. I think you beat Houston. You're back at three and three. Uh, I right. think you went at home against Oklahoma State. You're back. You're mm-hmm. at four and three. You go to UCF. You beat UCF. You're at five and three. You're sitting real pretty with four games left to go in the season. You only got to win right. one more. Um, and you're and then then you go up against BYU. I think you which... beat BYU. Bam. Right. You beat BYU. Um. So you're at what six wins now? Yeah, you're at six uh, wins. Yeah. 
Uh, you lose to Oklahoma. You beat Cincinnati seven, uh, seven and three, and then you lose to Baylor. I think seven and four is going to be the final record for the Mountaineers this season. So a, a complete flip flop of last year. Complete flip flop from last. Well, no, not well. Yeah, 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 yeah. Because because yeah. we went four and seven or five and seven last year. Is that right? So or it'd be so it'd be seven and five. So we'd go seven. Yeah, and five. yeah. yeah. Uh, I think it's very possible that West Virginia goes seven and five if Neil Brown's got his boys ready to go. That is true. That is true. Uh, I agree. Um, I mean, looking looking over it, I mean, I could say, you know, I mean, with, with the Big 12, you know, I think any game is really winnable unless it's, you know, you're up against Texas or Baylor maybe. Uh, but, I mean, well, last year we beat Baylor, you know, in, in a very last-minute, like, field goal type situation. But, I mean, well, we beat Oklahoma like that. So, yeah. Um, Really, any game in the Big Twelve is could be a coin flip. So you know it could go either way. For, I mean, in West yeah. Virginia, in West Virginia's favor, or you know the latter. But you know it's it's very very possible that we could uh, finish seven and five, or we could just drop the ball and you know finish dead last. You know, it, it it's really it's really you know up to you know Neil Brown. I mean, yeah. it, and you know as you said earlier, he's going to be taking the helm uh, from uh, from uh, Daniel Holgerson. I was playing on his name. And, um, you know, as long as he's got his boys ready, you know, we should be we should be good, you yeah. know. Yeah. And so, absolutely. like we said, as we close it out, uh, close this podcast out, um, like I said, you got uh, Nico and Garrett, they're going to face off in a quarterback battle. Uh, your starting mm-hmm. running backs, obviously, C.J. Donaldson, you've completely revamped your wide receiver room. Um, and like I said, the offensive line has multiple uh, starts coming in. So I think if West Virginia can for, can can group together, uh, they can prove to, these, to the media that they can win games. So I think it'll be big for West Virginia football. I think this is a big season for Neil Brown. This is obviously, it's make or break for Neil. If he, if he oh, goes 7-4, yeah. and four, he's back. Um, he won't get an extension, but he's back. Um, yes, if he doesn't make a bowl game, I assume he is out, but if he goes five and seven again, and is still showing that, Hey, we just got to get over this hump. Maybe Ren Baker keeps him. I don't know. Ren Baker. I don't, that poor guy. He's had to make so many hires. Oh, I mean, two massive basketball hires. I just, Mm -hmm. the man may just want to break and be like, you know what? We'll be okay. Save some money. Yeah. Pain right. Um, so yeah, that's essentially all that we have for episode twenty-five. Um there's not much that we can really talk about with Bob, really. Um right. so we kind of addressed that, but there's not really much you can talk about. Oh, we did forget one thing, but it's kind of I mean, they added a transfer, Jeremiah Bembry, so you, you the, the portal gives and goes. So you added that. Um mm. but I think football is coming. It's very close. Super stoked about that. Um, College football is back, and I'm gonna have the 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 uh, uh, the journal again. I'm gonna be writing down our picks. You are gonna have the journal again <laughs> very soon. So I still have uh, it. We are super stoked for that. Um, so we are ready to go. I'm super ready for football season. Um. Ready to get back to Morgantown. Uh, love that place. Love everything of Northern West Virginia. 
So ready to get back to Morgantown. Uh, ready to just get back into the heck of everything. I'm ready for football season. You know, I'm I'm ready for I'm ready for NFL too. NFL, I'm super yeah, stoked for that's that. That's true. I'm ready for the for uh, Kenny Pickett to uh, absolutely terrorize the Baltimore Ravens and the AFC North. <laughs> Okay. Okay. Look, the only reason I, okay. I think because I'm from that area is the only reason why I, yeah, you poor souls. No, just, you poor souls. Just against, but no, just against the Steelers though. I think I reserve no. the right to just, no. re, just but those two games, you any other thing. game, any you other game, I will sit there and, and root for the Steelers. But I think I reserve the right for those two games, Whatever. maybe three. Whatever. Just know, Kenny, <laughs> just know Kenny Pickett's better than Lamar Jackson. Just know that. Um, okay, I'll, okay, I'll give you that. I'll, I'll give so, you. Uh, I I give you quite a bit of that one. You know what? And I'll leave you. I'll leave you with this statement, Andy. Lamar's a running back. Okay. <laughs> Ray Lewis is better than Troy. What? What? Oh, okay. What? What? All right. What? So, um, <laughs> <laughs> so this has been episode. Oh my gosh, episode twenty-five. This is crazy. So, episode twenty-five of the PRT Boys podcast. You can tune in on Spotify, Apple. Um and RSS. Uh, a, honestly, pretty much anywhere you get your podcast at this point. Uh, well, I guess we could upload to Google too. But my phone is getting blown up with emails. I don't know about you, but for, holy for, cow! For what? It's U ninety two stuff. Oh, I'm back okay. On, I'm back yeah. on the mailing list. So, um, so yeah, this has been episode twenty five of the PRT Force Podcast. Thank you for listening. Uh, like I said, get it Apple Podcast, uh, Spotify. Anywhere you listen to, you can go back and listen to our past episodes, uh, our most recent episode where we talked about Josh Eilert getting promoted, um, and then we'll probably be back in probably another two weeks. You know, we've been doing bi-weekly. Yeah. I know you're going out I mean, of the country. I, yeah. I just got back. Um, so How we'll, was that, by the way? That was great. It's phenomenal. Where'd you go? Where'd you go? Kana. It's with the Kana. Whoa! Look at so, you! <laughs> I know you're going out of the country. I just got back. Yes. Um, literally two days ago. So, um, so yeah, we'll um we'll make things work. Um, yes, we'll make it work. But I'm super stoked to see what uh, what happens. Uh, come what is it September second? Yeah, September second. September second. Yes, seven thirty p.m. Seven thirty p.m. In, in in Happy Valley, Pennsylvania. In Happy Valley. So again, this was episode twenty five of the PRT Boys podcast. Thank you all for listening, and uh, like always, go Mountaineers. <laughs>